This is the Off the Charts Business Podcast for multi-passionate entrepreneurs. Here, you'll learn how to design a scalable business so you can spend more time outside, away from the screen, through actionable ideas, real-world examples, and pep talks from your host, that's me, Natalie Lucier, founder of Access Ally. Join Natalie Lucier, business strategist and digital visionary, as she shows you how to increase the most important metrics in your business. Hey there, this is Natalie Lucier, and you're listening to the Off the Charts Business Podcast. In this episode, we're taking a look at the hypothetical question of having to start your business over again. When I started my business back in 2009, things were a little bit different. The online business marketplace was a different landscape and technology was different. Things cost different amounts to get started. And I wanted to answer the question, what would I do if I were to start my business over again from scratch in 2016? So here's the thing. I think that things are always changing and the more we can adapt, the better. So I wanted to give you a step-by-step plan of what I would do if I were starting over again today. So here is what I would do if I were starting over in, if I didn't have any of my existing resources, skills, or experience, this is how I would allocate my time and my budget. So the first thing we'll talk about is technology. Since we're talking about online business, many of us, you know, think about what tech tools and what systems we might need to make our businesses work online. And what's great is that many of the tools that are available today are more affordable and easier to use than when I was getting started out in 2009. So the first thing I would recommend that I would do myself would be start with quality website hosting and a domain name. So if I were starting an online business from scratch today, I'd invest in good hosting because I really believe that, you know, I've been on my fair share of hosts that are inexpensive and that get hacked or that get malware set up on your site. And it's just such a headache to try to remove that stuff and deal with some of those setbacks. And you don't want to waste your precious time as a startup entrepreneur dealing with this type of stuff. So when it also, when it comes to a domain name, I think there are still quite a few good options for .coms, but if yours is taken, you can always choose a different type of domain. I'd still pick my name as a domain because throughout all the years, it's the one thing that has stayed constant in my business despite different changing business models. So those would be the first two things I would recommend to set up tech-wise. Number two would be a customizable website. And I would choose to set up my domain and hosting on the WordPress platform. And yes, since WordPress has been around for a long time, there have been some new additions to the marketplace like Wix and Weebly and Squarespace and a bunch of other options, but I still believe that WordPress is the platform of choice for serious business owners. With WordPress, you can install any number of add-ons and plugins that have the exact functionality that you're looking for and that you'll grow into without sacrificing on style. Plus, WordPress is an open source piece of software, which means that you're not at the mercy of a specific company if they ever decide to stop developing the code or go bankrupt or change their pricing. And it's totally in your control at that point. In addition to all the cool WordPress plugins you can install, there's also a thriving community of designers and developers who are constantly creating new themes and tools for WordPress. So this means that you can tap into an existing look and feel for your website without having to hire a designer if you don't want to, or you can go for something totally custom. And if you're choosing the customized route, it's either a matter of learning how to work within a theme framework to just change colors and fonts and upload images, 
or working with a professional designer on your branding. So when I started my business, I used an off the shelf theme for my WordPress website and made some tweaks so it looked a little bit more me. And if I were starting my business from scratch today, I'd invest in a beautiful but simple theme framework and tweak it to suit my tastes and then focus on the next steps. And I'd only go back to my site's design and hire a professional designer on my second website revision once I'd made a little bit more money in my business. Number three would be some tools to help me build my list faster. If I were starting my email list from zero again, I'd want the best tools on my side to help me get some subscribers onto my email list fast. I'd likely sign up for a MailChimp account to help me get started with managing my email list because it's free for the first few thousand subscribers. Then I'd want to get my WordPress site set up to convert visitors into subscribers, starting with a polite pop-up plugin, and that's where Pop-Up Ally Pro would come in. I'd set up a few different opt-in forms, maybe a below-the-block post opt-in or a call-to-action box at the top of the site, and of course, a polite pop-up too. Now, since I'd be starting from scratch, I might not have anything to offer in exchange for somebody's name and email, and I'd want to spend some time creating a good freebie opt-in gift, so I would just set up something that asks for their name and email in exchange for an invitation to a free live webinar. So I'd give myself maybe 20 days from putting up my website to hosting the webinar. This would give me enough time to get slides ready and get some feedback from potential customers and clients about the exact content that I deliver. So this way I'd be sure that the webinar would be a good fit for the type of customer I want to attract. So with an inexpensive tool like Webinar Ally, I could even host my webinar on my own WordPress site and that would help me start collecting email addresses from day one. So after I'd host this live webinar, I could use the recording as my list building giveaway until I had a chance to create something else or found a more ideal opt-in gift. The benefit of using a webinar like this as my opt-in from day one is that I could start list building right away and I'd also get instant feedback from people attending the webinar on whether or not I was on the right track with my content. And I might even get an idea for my real opt-in gift during the webinar and potentially make some sales too. Moving on from technology, here is the business education that I would want to have in my back pocket to grow my business. I took a look at all of the online courses that I've purchased over the years and I've tallied up how much I've invested and it's kind of scary to think about the amount of money I've put into my education, but I've really thought about what I've benefited from the most and what I'd want to invest in again. So some of these courses have been around for a while, some are newer, and some are really specific to the type of business that you might be creating. The first course I would hands down recommend and take myself again from day one is Marie Forleo's B-School. It's one of the courses that I would take again if I was starting from scratch and I have a full review of the program and what's included in the curriculum if you go to natalielucier.com forward slash BR. That stands for B-School Review, so BR. And I really believe that there are core foundations that every business needs in order to be successful. And while you can learn bits and pieces of these concepts for free on blogs across the web, and many of the people who are sharing these ideas are B-School grads themselves, there's nothing like a cohesive step-by-step -step process for putting together your virtual business plan from somebody who runs a really successful business. I also believe that the B-School community is bar none. It's full of supportive men and women who are there to learn alongside you and cheer you on. And although the group is much bigger today than when I first joined B-School a few years ago, I still think there's a lot of value in putting yourself in a group of motivated individuals who will cheer you on and help answer your questions along the way. The next course that I would recommend is Amy Porterfield's Webinars That Convert. 
If you want to sell and create information products or consulting, then you'll benefit from learning how to put together really enticing educational webinar presentations. And like I've shared already, I would definitely want to do a webinar within the first 30 days or so of setting up my website. And that's where Amy Porterfield's Webinars That Convert program really comes in. You can go there by going to natalielucier.com forward slash Amy WTC, and you'll see all the information about Amy's webinars that convert program and I'm a proud affiliate so if you do sign up for her program I will get a commission but that's not why I'm recommending it I just really believe in the value of this program so Amy has essentially written the book about what it takes to create stunning presentations that get people to say yes to your paid offers she's also put together a great set of webinar slide templates and sequences to encourage people to attend your webinar live or purchase after the webinar if they weren't able to attend if I didn't know how to do a webinar, this would be my go-to resource and I would soak it up like a sponge. Now, the third training that I would take would be specific based on what I was trying to build and what I needed next. One thing I've learned over the years is that you can easily spread yourself too thin when it comes to learning online marketing tactics. That's why I'm not recommending a ton of different programs in this section and also why I wouldn't try to bite off more than I can chew if I was starting my business from scratch. It's very tempting when you're starting out to just consume and learn, learn, learn instead of implementing. But what I would do is think through what my overall strategy was for my business. So for example, if I knew that my main form of content marketing was going to be a podcast, then I'd want to learn everything there is to know about starting a successful podcast. If I knew that I wanted to focus on driving traffic to my website using Facebook ads, then I'd want to sign up for a Facebook ad specific program. Or if I want to go all in on writing amazing blog posts that rank well for the search engines, I'd learn the ins and outs of SEO, search engine optimization. The same goes for learning about affiliate marketing or publishing a book on Kindle. All of these are topics that you can learn in a fairly condensed amount of time so you can be on your way and implementing as soon as possible. These are also the topics that I teach about inside my HeartQuarters program, and they're all topics that my students have specifically asked for or that I've used to successfully grow my business. Next, let's talk about the events that I'd attend. So if there's one thing that has really helped my business grow faster, it's putting myself in a room with other go-getting entrepreneurs. There's just something really powerful about taking some time out of your everyday routine to attend a conference or an event. Now, a lot of the events that I personally attended are no longer being run or the crowd has changed a lot since I attended. So I did a little digging and these are the conferences that I'd personally want to attend if I were starting my business over from scratch today. And if you don't see an event that speaks to you, I recommend doing a little research locally to see what events might be coming to a town near you that focus on business, social media, or technology, because these tend to attract the type of people that you'll want to get to know. One of the first conferences I'd want to check out is the Conference for Women. Even though I've never attended one of these events, it's been on my list to go for years. I think there are a lot of movers and shakers who go there, and it's great to meet other women entrepreneurs or those who are also juggling a side business with their full-time work, if that's where you're at. Next, I would consider South by Southwest Interactive because it's a massive event that attracts a really wide range of innovators and businesses. I attended this conference in my second year of business and the people that I met there were pivotal in helping to change my thinking and help me get more exposure too. 
One tip would be to find out who you want to connect with before you attend because it's such a big event you can get lost in the crowd. Next, World Domination Summit. This is another fairly large event that tends to attract a wide range of people, most of whom are into travel or living an alternative lifestyle. There's definitely an entrepreneurial follow your dreams focus and again you'll want to scope out who else is going so you can make connections before you arrive. I've spoken at World Domination Summit and met amazing people that I'm still friends with today as a result. There are two other amazing conferences and events that I would check out. And these are WordCamp and PodCamp because these conferences are being held across the world and they're really accessible. I've spoken at both of these conferences and I think the people you'll meet can become longtime friends and potentially even clients depending on your business. There's a wide range of attendees from experts and business owners to people who love WordPress and new media as a hobby. All right, so I've talked about technology, education, and events. Now, where would I spend my time? When I was just sitting at home alone at my computer, I would sit down and do the following to start my business from scratch again in 2016. One would be to find my magic sauce and start offering a service. So many people who want to start an online business think that they should create an online course or an ebook as one of their first offerings. But in my experience, it's much easier to start building your business by offering a service that fits within your zone of genius. So if I were starting from scratch, I might not know exactly what my skill set really is and what people might be willing to hire me for. So if that were the case, I'd write down everything that comes naturally for me, what I can spend hours on and doing without getting tired, and what my childhood hobbies or obsessions were. Then I'd see if there's any patterns and I'd look to see if there's an intersection between what I'm really good at and what other people might need help with. In my case, that's coming up with ideas and strategies since I used to come up with business ideas as a kid and techie website stuff since I started making websites when I was 12 years old. I would stay away from starting a business based on my passions because one thing I've learned over the years is that I can get really passionate about topics for months or even years at a time, but these don't tend to make the best long-term businesses because I do eventually lose steam. So focusing on a skill or something that you're great at is a much better long-term plan for building a successful business. Next, I would get clear on where my ideal clients are. Now that I've got a good idea of what I could offer as a service, whether it's something in the realm of coaching or consulting or done for you type stuff, I need to make sure that it's something that people are looking for and willing to pay for. Now that's where gaining clarity about who your ideal clients are and where they tend to hang out is so important because you need to be able to get in touch with them. In my case, I might search Google with a few keywords around the websites and business strategy to see what top sites come up. I would also look for Facebook groups, forums, and other hubs where people congregate. To give you another example, if I were looking to offer a service to parents of twins, I would really look at twin support groups and get to know this community. I wouldn't try to sell anything to these ideal clients. I would just observe for a few days and get a feel for the common frustrations and questions that come up. Next, I would make time to talk to potential clients. I'd also see if anybody would be willing to chat with me on the phone so I could get to know them better and find out if my idea for a service is really something that's needed. When I was first starting out online, my instinct for creating a service or a product offering was to look at what everybody else was doing and do the same or a similar thing. Big mistake, because you really don't know if what other coaches or people in your industry are doing is even working. And if it is working, it might be because of their special zone of genius and because of the ideal clients they've attracted, who might be entirely different people from the ones you're meant to serve. 
So that's why actually talking to a live human being about what you could do for them and getting a feel for whether it would be beneficial for them or not is so important. So based on a few informal conversations, I decide whether to go ahead with my idea for my service, pick a price for it, and start offering it to people in this community. Next, I would build my email list. Now you know I love me some list building and we've got a webinar all lined up as our opt-in strategy. And now I'd have even more clarity about the topic and what I'll be teaching on the webinar. So at this point, I might invite the people in the different groups and communities that I've been participating in to join me for this webinar and to join my list. I would also start to look at other ways to drive traffic and get exposure for this webinar. So that might be getting to know other influencers in my marketplace and asking them if they'd be willing to help spread the word, or I might be running a Facebook ad, writing a guest post for a popular website, or asking to be interviewed on somebody else's podcast. Now, some of these things take time, but at least getting the ball rolling at this point would help me get some list building traction going so I could have a steady flow of potential clients for my service. Next, I would crank up the marketing. At this point, I'd have held my first webinar and gotten a few one-on-one -on -one clients for my service offering. Now, I might have a handful of people on my email list and I would have had some feedback on my service. Now, if I hadn't had a nibble on my service yet, I would know that I wasn't on the right track with what I was offering. So I'd go back to the drawing board and get more feedback. However, if things were starting to hum a little, I'd get really clear on what worked to get those clients and start repeating it. So if getting on the phone with people led to getting clients, then I'd want to book more of those introductory phone calls. If it was the webinar that got me clients, I'd do more webinars. And if people found me through my guest post or Facebook ads, I do more of those. And by the way, a lot of these steps that I've just talked about are essentially following the basic curriculum of Marie Forleo's B-School program. So if you want somebody to walk you through each of these step-by-step -step in more detail, then Marie's your guide. And if you want to find out more about Marie's program, just go to natalielucier.com forward slash BR, that stands for B-School Review. You'll read my full review and see what kind of bonuses I've got lined up for you if you decide to sign up for the program through my affiliate link. Now, you might be wondering, if you're starting an online business, why the focus on starting with a service before getting into creating and launching an online course? That's because it's much easier to start earning an income from a service when you don't yet have an audience to sell a program or a course to. Once you've made your first few hundred or thousand dollars, then you have more capital to reinvest into your business. So you can hire some help, get some of the necessary tools to run a course, and also have a better understanding of what your market wants so you can create the right course for them. So that's how I'd start my business over in 2016. Now that you've heard all about it, I would love you to head back over to natalielucier.com Check out our latest blog posts and latest episodes of the Off the Charts Business Podcast. And definitely go to natalieusay.com forward slash BR to go and check out the B-School review that I've got written up for you there. And if you've already done B-School, then I would love to have you join us inside of our Heart Quarters program and get even more hands-on step-by-step training for your business to take it off the charts. Thank you so much for listening and I can't wait to talk to you in the next episode of the Off the Charts Podcast. Want to keep growing your business on your terms? Then sign up for my free newsletter, The Momentum Memo. You'll get quick, actionable tips to gain momentum in your business every Tuesday. Head over to natalielucier.com forward slash memo to join over 6,000 other entrepreneurs scaling on their terms. Whether you're just getting started or have been running your business for a while, The Momentum Memo has something for you. 